Hey everybody, my name is Chris Tricarico, and I'm very excited to bring to you episode two of the Debt-Free Destiny podcast. So I just wanted to dive in a little bit into why it is that we had purchased this house on Long Island uh, back in 2015. So uh, just a little bit of a backstory for me. I grew up on Long Island. Uh, we grew up in a really nice house. Um, you know, at first it was a it was a three bedroom in Massapequa Park, and it was a it was a little ranch. And uh, as as our family grew, my father, you know, winds up and my mother winds up with four kids. So three bedrooms with four kids and the two of them doesn't really uh, doesn't really add up. So he wound up. Uh, putting a putting a second floor onto that house and and that's how I grew up you know my my dad worked 70 80 hours a week uh, for the Long Island Railroad so he worked really hard and my mom worked really hard back at home to to bring us uh, an, an awesome life you know gave us everything that, that we ever could have asked for and and you know it was it was a great it was it was great you know it was great growing up there it wasn't easy but we you know, we, we did what we had to do. We made it happen, right? So, you know, my father would work, uh, he'd work overnights, he'd work a ton of hours just so that during the day he could he could be with us. And, you know, he would be exhausted. He'd be tired all the time and, and but he still made it work. He still he still was around and and wanted to, you know, worked eighty hours a week sometimes and yet still was able to be there for us for baseball games and and uh, concerts, right, for, for orchestra and chorus with my sister and, you know, for, for art projects and, and baseball and all kinds of things, right? And that's how I grew up, right? So I said to myself growing up, like, I want to be able to do the same thing for my family. So when it came time that it, it was time for us to go ahead and buy a house, we looked at, at the market and we said, well, we could rent for $2,500 a month for a two or three bedroom, three bedroom if we were lucky in, in an okay neighborhood, or we can, you know, ante up and, and put our money down and, and go ahead and buy a house, which would cost us, you know, close to $2,750, almost $3,000 a month in, in, uh, in owning that house. So it wasn't really that far off from just the rent on Long Island. But um, so we wound up finding a house out in East Patchogue, which is about 40 minutes away from Massapequa Park. So, you know, not too bad, but just further out into Suffolk County. So further away from the city. Um, and, you know, my wife's job was in Roslyn, which for those of you who don't know Long Island, Roslyn was about 45 minutes uh, west of Massapequa. And now we're 45 minutes east of Massapequa. So, <clears throat> excuse me. That actually turns into a, uh, well, it's about three hours of her on the road every single day when she was working there, which which obviously was very difficult. But if we wanted to live in Nassau County, which is where Roslyn was, it, it would have been way more money per month to live there. Uh, so unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. Now, I wanted to give my family what my, my dad and my mom were able to give me and, and my siblings growing up. You know, like I, I wanted us to have a beautiful place to live and... You know, it's it means something when you when you live in a house, right? You know, it's it's okay. Well, you know, we we made it, right? We're we're not renting. We're 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 living there, and you know, we sacrificed a lot. We stayed home uh, for years. You know, stayed home to save up money to go ahead and get this house. And on the outside, we're like, yeah, we can afford it. We can do this. You know, twenty seven hundred and fifty dollars a month, and 
you know, it's not that much more than rent. Like, yeah, we can make this happen. You know, this, this makes sense. And you know, that was good for a while. Like we, we were able to do it. We were able to, to save a little bit of money and we were able to pay off our debts. But if you remember <laughs> what I said in the last episode, like Heather was, was uh, about five months pregnant at this time. And we had bought our house in December of 2015. So, well, actually she was about seven and a half months pregnant by the end of this. Cause, cause she gave birth to Logan in February. So she was home with Logan for six months. That was the maximum that the library was able to give to us. And we decided as a family that it was very important for her to stay home with Logan. We believe in that. We believe that, you know, a mom being home with their child is super important. That's what my mom was able to do with us. And that's what her mom was able to do to, to be home with her. And it's like, well, this, this is important. Like we need to make sure for, for her and for Logan that she could be home with him for as long as possible. So that was the max, but we lost her income during that time. You know, it only paid out for maybe like a month. I forget. I don't even remember, <clears throat> but you know, after like a month or, or a month and a half, whatever it was, like we totally lost her income. And that, that had a much bigger impact than I, than I ever thought it would. And we got an outlook there, right? We got to see, okay, well with, with her income and without her income, you know, what, what's, what's the, the deal here with our home. And we realized that without her income, we could not afford to stay in that house. You know, so it was a tough six months and we had to make ends meet at that time. But, you know, that was that's what we realized. Like, OK, we can't do this if she's not working or if we don't have more money coming in. So the plan was for Heather to go back to work and, and make her income again. But like I said before, that commute is three hours. Now, that three hour commute wasn't so bad when she was just pregnant. But now she had a newborn. <laughs> right. And I was working full time, of course. So, so here she is just exhausted, completely exhausted, pulling over on the side of the road just to make sure she can get to work. It's not even that far. It's like, it's like 50 miles or something like that. It would just take an hour and a half, sometimes two hours to get there. So she'd be leaving before the baby was even awake just to get to work. Um, and then we, you know, take him and drop him off at my parents or her parents and then drive up to Roslyn. So so that was cutting into the commute also because she had to drive down to Massapequa from Roslyn, which is again, 45 minutes, but it's a north-south thing. It's It was a mess. It was really not not an easy thing to do. And the, it would take up the entire day. Like she would leave with the baby at like 6.30 in the morning or six in the morning. And then I'd wake up, go to work at eight o'clock. And you know I'd come home at, at 6.30, seven o'clock and that's around the time she'd be getting home and she'd be exhausted. So it was really affecting her, you know, it, it was having a big impact. And so we decided after, after talking it out and, and putting the numbers together that she should stay home with Logan and that I could go ahead, I'll, I'll go get a second job and I can bring in some extra income doing, doing something else. Right. And, uh, we figured out what that was going to be. And it was, uh, it was going to be ATMs. My cousins have worked, uh, doing ATMs for years and there were two ATM routes that were opened up and we had some additional money to put into the ATMs. So, so we said, okay, all right, well, let's do that. So then I started working the ATM routes into my schedule and I didn't have a lot of money to put into these ATMs. So I, I normally, you know, you put enough money in that you don't have to go back for a couple of weeks. 
we didn't have that kind of income. So I was going back every week, sometimes after like five days, just to reload this ATM. And it was just nowhere near where my job was. And at the same time, I'm working a third job and I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing just side work, uh, you know, help, helping out friends here and there with different, different tasks and just, just hustling. So, you know, working all these different things, trying to, trying to make ends meet so that we could have a normal life. And, you know, again, like we, we were doing the ATMs for a while and then I get a call from the restaurant and they say, uh, we, we just wanted to let you know that, that we were on the news this morning. And I'm like, w w what happened? Is everybody okay? Like, what's going on? And they said, well, we were on the news uh, because we were actually robbed last night. And I, the first thing I said, you know, thinking in my head is like, oh my God, like they were robbed. Like, I hope they're okay. Was anybody hurt? Anything like that? And then immediately after that, I'm like, oh my God, the money is in that ATM machine. What is going to happen with that money? Like, please, please, please tell me that money is in there. Please tell me that money is still in there. And they're like, the ATM machine looks fine, but we just wanted to let you know, like, there's a giant hole in the ceiling. Like, they went down into the ceiling, like, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible style, wires and everything. Like, I, I don't know. Like, all they did was steal money from the cash register. So, I, I don't know why they would go through the ceiling. No idea. Crazy. Thank God they didn't take any money out of the, out of the ATM. But I'm in, like, full panic mode. I'm like, this so easily could have been the, the end of $10,000, like just gone. <clears throat> that money is not insured. It's just in cash in an ATM machine, right? And I'm just like full panic mode, sweating. Like that could have been the end of everything. $10,000, like what would we have done? Like that would have just been gone. Like it would have taken me five years of ATM, additional ATM business just to make that money back at the rate we were going. Like it made no... I'm like, this makes no sense. This cannot continue this way. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, what are we going to do? Because Heather's not working at this job anymore. Like she left it. And here I am like, this is, this is crazy. And, and at the same time, my job, they have an opportunity out in California. And we had talked about it because that had, that had been in the works for a bit. And we're like, is this really something that we want to do? Is this something we should really consider? And at first we're like, no, 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 there's no way, there's no way. But as the the as the the time went on, looking at what we were doing and how hard we were working and the fact that there was just simply no opportunity on Long Island, I had gone in for, for promotional talks to become a store manager, all these different things. They had told me, You're doing great, man, just keep doing what you're doing, but there's no opportunity. Unless you move. Okay. All right, how far? Well, 3,000 miles, right? That was the opportunity. So, so finally, like we talked it over and we decided, you know what? Let's, let's go out there. Let's go out to California and take a look and see what, see what the deal is out there. And we, we went out and we checked it out and we said, all right, I, we can do this. You know, it's beautiful there, by the way. It's just very expensive also. Uh, so the week after, you know, the, we had decided um, after we come back from California, we, we had a conversation with, um, with our, our regional manager and we decided, okay, you know what, let's, let's go for it. Let's go for this. The way things are going right now, it's just not working. I'm working three jobs. Like I really need to work one job where I can make enough money and, and Heather can stay home and, and, you know, be, be the, a stay at home mom. Um, and, and then I'll just, I'll be able to work 
X amount of hours and, and we'll be able to provide the life that, that we want to provide for our family. So we decide, yes, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to go to Long Island. And literally a week later, a position for the position I was going for, a store manager position, becomes available on Long Island. And it's given to the the guy that I had trained because we were a training store. I was I was very good at my job. I was very good at what I did. And they would send the, the new managers to train under me. And the new guy, the new store manager, because I had already said yes to California, right? Uh, that new guy got that position. And it's like, well, I had waited years for this opportunity to come up. And and the moment I, I had taken my name out of the hat and said, all right, we're going to California, a week later, literally a week later, uh, that position changed, um, changed hands and was given to, to the guy that I had trained. And, you know, good for him, right? Right, good for him, but, but that would have that would have changed our lives, you know. That would have that would have made a huge difference and, and it's a shame because, you know, I'm not at that job anymore and I'm very, very happy for it. That's a that's a story for another time that I'm not there anymore. But um it it didn't have to go that way. And, you know, I have a, a suspicion, of course, that that these you know, the people in charge knew that that change was coming soon and you know, unfortunately, they didn't share that with me. They didn't say, hey, buddy, why don't you just, you know, give it like a week. Don't say yes yet. Don't say yes yet. Just um, do you really want to leave here? <laughs> do you really want to leave Long Island? You want to you want to really leave your family and your friends and everybody you've ever known? And and that was the thing, though. Right. And and we we went to California. We did it right. We we moved out there and we transplanted our lives. I went out there for two months by myself um, as uh, to get the the stores underway and, and get them, them working and up and running properly. So I was by myself out there in California and Heather and Logan, they're living at her, her mom's house and dad's house. And, and it was tough. You know, I didn't get to see them for, for new years and for, for Heather's birthday. Like it was, it was tough. Um, but we, we made it work because we believed in what we were doing. We believed in the better opportunity and we sold that house. You know, we sold that house on Long Island that, that we had been tied to for, for two and a half years, making $3,000 payments every single month. And we got out of Long Island. And in doing so, we, we opened up our minds to, to the possibility that like, it doesn't just, we don't have to put ourselves there and plant ourselves there in, in one spot and never leave and never do anything else. So it's like, we opened up our minds to, to new possibility and new adventure and and that's what's led me down this path and led our family down this path to where we're at now, where we're in a position where we, we are now sharing our story, where we can help other people in similar situations. And, you know, again, we're not tied down mentally to, to what we grew up with. Like, we don't need to fit the square peg into that round hole. And we started to realize, we did start to realize at that time, like, as soon as we made that switch and they gave that that job to somebody else that was brand new and had only, you know, just knew somebody pretty much, right? Not that they were bad at their job. I mean, you know, great, great guy who, who got the position. But, but that's when it started. That's when it started. And I realized, you know, like the company that I worked for and big companies just in general, like they, they care about the big company in general. They care about the what they're deciding to do, and and the idea of doing things on our own 
had crept into our minds for the first time at, at that time. And it had always been there and there have been other things, but, but that's when it started to really like the last snowball began, you know, to cause the avalanche to where we're at today, which in the end, I, I couldn't be happier with. It's actually a, a great thing. And it's not an easy thing. It's not, our lives are not easier. They're just more fulfilling now. Like I, I'm proud of, of what I get to do now. And, and so is Heather and she's, she couldn't be any more supportive. i I'm so lucky. And, you know, I also learned that, you know, when it comes to that house that we, that we looked at and that we lived in and we loved our house. And I think anyone who came out and, and saw us in that house, like they, they saw how much we loved it and they loved coming to see us. But it's like, we're going to earn that fully. Now we're going to be in a position we're going to position ourselves and be in a position where we can we can fully earn what we do from now on and you know it also doesn't matter where that house is you know like yeah it was a beautiful house on long island but we were so tied up in that like oh man we got to have a house we got to have this we got to provide all these things but like when we moved they asked logan they they looked at him and they said well, Heather's mom looked at Logan and said, where's home? Looked at Logan and said, where's home? And he said, mommy and daddy. And it's like, you can't, you can't make that up. You can't. Heather called me and told me that because I was in California at the time. And he said that where mommy and daddy are. And it's like, blew my mind. I'm like this two-year-old, who wasn't even two yet, this one-year, 10-month-old, is is wiser than we were wise beyond our years what well, beyond his years right and we're like wow wow so he he gets it he understands so that's pretty cool um so so now he he taught us something right and and we we learned it we learned it the way that we learned it right we went the long way but he he knew all along right it's it's where mommy and daddy are and and that's what that's what we've been able to do you know we traveled to california and and you know, again, story for another time of how we wound up back here uh, on the East Coast. But I just wanted to share that with all of you, you know, a little bit about, um, you know, about about the journey there when it came to uh, when it came to selling our house and 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 the, the moves that we made. So uh, thanks so much for listening in and uh, excited to to, you know, talk to you guys again tomorrow. And this is this is going to be fun again. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this is the Debt Free Destiny podcast. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care.